It's really easy to underestimate the importance of good sleep. But with ADHD, we have stimulants and really active brains, and we might have trouble in this department. Up next, how to clear the things blocking your sleep, plus something I promised from last week. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. Hey, Dana, how was your sleep last night? My sleep was great, David. How was your sleep last night? Anything uh, block it? No, actually, you know, nothing blocked my sleep last night. I have a formula that's working for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about it. The topic for today with you because, um, you know, formulas tend to come and go sometimes. <laughs> in terms they of they do, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. So we're checking in on sleep today, building on our snooze, news, lose from last week. And David, give us an update, please, on your playlist, your morning playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I actually uh, have it. It's ready to share. But I thought, well, we let's do this. Let's save it for the very end. So we'll talk about that playlist and I will, um, I'll show it to you. I, I haven't sent it to you, right? You can, you can it's attest. It's going to be a surprise. If you haven't seen it. And I was thinking we would have a little fun with it, but we'll, we'll share it uh, towards the end. Actually, at the very end. It'll be the last thing, right? Groovy. Yeah. Cool. Let's do that at the very end. Yeah, good. I road tested it this morning and it was, um, it was nice. Good. Oh, I can't wait to hear more. Yeah. And I'm going to wait to hear more because we are not getting distracted on your playlist. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully people will enjoy it. But uh, hopefully that means that everybody is also already getting good sleep. But this is this is notoriously a very common challenge for those of us with brain chemistry like ours. It is. It truly is. I work with a lot of people on sleep and getting enough sleep can mean the difference between having a fantastic day, a day where everything works, and a day where you struggle. Yeah. And I, I have gotten, I had actually gotten to the place where I, I knew the importance of sleep before, you know, my ADHD diagnosis, before meeting you and all that sort of stuff. But I remember when I was a lot younger, you know, you just did whatever, you just skip a night, whatever, stay out all night, yeah. do things. and Stay up all night. Yeah. Didn't really, it didn't seem to matter as much, or maybe it did and we weren't as aware of it. I don't know. I think it mattered more than I knew at the time. <laughs> I just was telling myself stories about, oh, no, I can do that. You know, I, and I used a lot of stimulants, of course, you know. Yes, so. of course. Of course. And the thing I want everybody to remember is not enough sleep can make a person look like they have ADHD, even if they don't. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't play with this even if you don't have ADHD. Cause you, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And if you have ADHD, ADHD yeah. and you're not getting enough sleep, which is so common for a bunch of reasons we'll talk about, it is just the recipe for having a day go off the rails. It, a struggle day. It is. And it can be subtle because sometimes it's affecting you in ways you don't actually notice, but it's part of that halt 
acronym that that we we talked about H A L T yeah. because mm-hmm. those are the things that can contribute to having your negative circuitry in your brain fire like crazy or negative emotional circuitry hungry yeah. angry lonely and tired and tired yeah yikes exactly exactly so our goal for all of you and for us is to stop letting life just happen to us if we have ADHD to get out of the autopilot and just be at the mercy of our ADHD and to take control over it to build the life that we want to have and that means we've got to look at sleep yeah we do I know this is part of our brain care routine too so it is if you're a listener and you've heard us mention brain care, this is a really important piece. Just I, I, yeah. I, like I can't even overstate the importance of sleep, honestly, in in terms of brain care. Right. It, it really is one of the key ones. And it's also a really hard one for a lot of people. But the first one we want to do is look at what's happening, what happens to you when you don't get enough sleep. Yeah, we say, oh, my day goes off the rail. What does that really mean? Yeah. And so, David, take a second to really think it through, because I'll say mine first. My thoughts get really foggy. I have a hard time finding words a harder time than normal, because sometimes it's hard for me to find words. My brain thinks faster than my mouth works. Um, It can, my energy drags. It's just really hard to push through the day. My emotions get incredibly fragile, incredibly fragile. And if I don't truly don't have enough sleep, like when I was a parent of a young child and, you know, there would be those nights, I would actually just, I could just sit there and cry. My, I would just sit there. I would, my, you know, tears running down my face. It was just, it's that fragile if I don't get enough sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And I I will definitely echo the emotional piece. And that's, I was kind of like, fessing up there a minute ago when I was saying it can mm-hmm. affect you subtly and you don't realize it yeah. because it tends to just paint the world with a lens that you look through that just makes everything worse. And, and that is not good, you know, especially if you're already dealing with a need for motivation. You know, if you, if you're trying to find motivation somewhere and the world gets painted with a, a lens that just makes it awful that doesn't, mm-hmm. that's not productive. And the, one no. of the things that I notice specifically with my brain, if I'm not, you know, up, up on sleep is I will, when I need to pick up a project that's already in progress because I didn't finish it the day before, or it's something that I just am working on in chunks or whatever, it just takes me a long time to get my brain to focus on that thing and pick it up. And that ah. throws, that, that's a ripple effect through the day, you know? It, it prevents me from being as effective as I can be. And it, it and it, I can't afford that. That's a, that's a hole I don't want to dig deeper in my life. <laughs> right. And that's interesting, David. So you can, it just makes it harder to, to start something you've already started. Yeah. Or, or maybe I don't have a problem getting motivated to start it, but I, I dive in and I'm like, okay, what is this? Where am mm-hmm. I? What was I doing? What was the next thing to do? You know, I, I kind of rely on my ability to be able to like open a browser tab or a document or, or my everything book to a certain page and go, okay, yeah, I know exactly where I was. Cause my brain just kind of goes, yeah, yeah, this is what's next, but not if I haven't had enough sleep. Yeah. You know what you just, um, 
made me realize is when I shift into the can'ts, I can't do this. I can't clear out these emails. I can't focus on this thing. Often it's if I haven't had enough sleep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it it ignites the can'ts. And I think when I was younger and my ADHD was worse, a lot of it probably was that I just never got enough sleep. But sleep's been an issue for me for my whole life. I can remember being a little kid and lying awake in the middle of the night when I, I made it through college by getting up in the middle of the night and studying. That's funny. When the I, house was quiet. I became a huge fan of Larry King when I was a kid. <laughs> God, Not because of the TV thing. show, but because of the AM radio show. He would do that after CNN in the middle of the night, and I'd listen for hours. <laughs> and, yeah. and I fell in love with, you know, his interviewing style and all that sort of stuff. And like, it's funny. Yeah. Because I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Because you couldn't sleep. Okay. Yeah. So, so we both have told you, dearest listeners, what happens to us when we don't get enough sleep. Think about it. What happens to you? You may be different than we are. Yeah. But I want you to be honest with yourselves. We can't, we can't just brush this thing off. The next thing I want us all to realize is how much sleep do we need? You mm. don't necessarily need eight hours of sleep. How do I know that? Because I can't sleep eight hours and I function great on seven. Seven is my number. So usually uh, when you read sleep specialists, they'll say it's between seven and nine hours. And I want you to realize for you how much sleep you need. Do you think that's changed in, in your adult life, Dana? Do you need less than no. you used to? No. Okay. Not, no, not yet. Um, I don't, ooh, I don't think so. Well, that's interesting. I used to say, I, I just wish I could, I could live without needing sleep. I like, I could get so much more done. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> I, no, of course <laughs> that's not. That's a great I, way of thinking. Yeah. I would just add anyway, more stuff much- to do. Yeah. How much sleep do you think you need? I I I definitely need more. Um, I I think that my when I'm at my best is when I'm consistently getting like eight and a half. But okay. but honestly, it's not realistic. I wake up in the morning, and once I wake up, if it's like six o'clock, even if my alarm's not set, like on workout mornings, I get up earlier than that. But like if it's like six o'clock or thereafter, if I wake up, forget it. I'm not going back to sleep. It doesn't matter what time right. I went to bed, you know? Right. So, um, so, so yeah, I don't, I don't. And, and then that takes us to the next thing. Right. And you know, you know, how do, how do you get as much as you need? So I, I think I can survive on seven and a half, which is probably what I'm averaging. But, okay. So it's a survival versus a thrival. Sorry. If you see me, David looking around, I just realized there's a gigantic spider web from one corner of my office <laughs> down to the next. So I figured I will, it was a squirrel, Dana. It was, you know, <laughs> Here, I'm going to throw my pen at it. Oh, missed. Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) um, As long as the spider doesn't come down. All righty, so forgive me. If you shriek and scream and get up and run, we'll know. (laughs) What were you saying, David? It doesn't matter. Seven and a half is probably my survival zone right now, and that's as good as I'm going to be able to get probably, you know. Okay. So a survival is what you're just going to have to deal with. Yeah, I mean for a while, unless for a you while. know, life might life might change, circumstances might change a little bit, but I yeah, darn well hope so, Doctor Johnson. Why, thank you. Yes. I can I concur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we go into once you know, dear listener, how much sleep you need, and be honest with yourself. 
we don't, this is not a time to say, oh, I'm, I'm great on four hours of sleep a night. I'm calling BS on that one, if that's what you're saying. And so be really aware. When, just track it. You know, don't don't make a spreadsheet. Just think about it. Just start to pay attention. When is your brain on fire? When is it working well? When is it not? And, and how is sleep involved in that? The, the sleep experts do have a protocol for testing this. And they will tell yeah. you, go for a month without setting your alarm and allow yourself to wake up. When, and of course, not, that's not realistic in modern society for most of us. But there is a way to actually find out. And it takes about mm-hmm. a month. And yeah. I have done it. Have you? <laughs> I have, yeah. And that was the eight and a half. Yeah, and I I am now in a place where my sleep is healthier and I can tell you that it's true because I'm dreaming again. I mm-hmm. I it there were a, there was years of my life where I didn't dream. Where I, you know what I mean? I they say you always yeah. dream or whatever, but like where you remember having dreamt when you wake yes. up. Yes. And that my, happens. Yeah. One thing I heard and I don't know if this is true or not, but I think it it seems like it worked it's relevant for me is when I wake up and can remember the dream in the morning, that means I've had enough sleep. Yeah, you've and I, it, you've probably that had, you've had you've had at least real REM sleep. Which yeah, is so it's the it's remembering time. what I was dreaming right at that time. Yeah, and I tell you, my dreams are a lot of fun. It's just it's so fun to be. Mine me are so dream. wild. Absolutely, I, oh, I don't know if crazy. people who don't have our brain chemistry dream like this, but wow. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's just got a often sells you. You really need psychological help from your dreams. It's just crazy. Anyhow, yeah, I think they are um, your psychological help. Psychological help. Honestly, like, so. imagine it's really if you had dreamt that. That stuff would be floating around in your consciousness. When I was younger and I hadn't done all the the mindset work and everything, and I was fe- afraid of stuff and things weren't going well, they weren't necessarily fun. But now it's just this wild ride. Anyway, okay. Next, David. Yes. We need to to look at what's stopping you from getting the sleep your brain needs. And this is the million what's, dollar question. Yeah. And we got to dig deeper than, oh, I stay up too late or I wake up in the middle of the night or whatever it is. We've got to step back and say, yes, you can stay up too late. And what's going on there? So this is shifting into our solution mode that is so important for living intentionally with ADHD. Absolutely. Absolutely. And my my biggest blocker, if I if I don't get enough sleep, has to do with the humans in my life. I yeah. live with a night owl. Me too. And I tend to attract night owls into my life. I don't know what this is. <laughs> and I, I and I need to be an early riser for my best life to work out, right? For me to function. I think you're the same way. You 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 need I to am. get up early. Yeah. I and I have um Aja doesn't live with us anymore, but she her she came being a night owl. Scott is an incredible night owl, and yeah. um, luckily he's very good at being quiet. And we've timed it that if he comes to bed on the nights he stays up, when he comes to bed, there's a window that he can come to bed and it won't wake me up. Yeah, but or if after it does, that- I can fall back to sleep. But there is a there's a time when if he comes to bed after that period i will lie awake the rest of the night yeah Oof, that's really the weird. worst that's the worst yeah. and and this is the thing that people often don't realize insomnia if you want to if you have trouble with sleep is is really a function of two different things there's the sleep initiation piece mm-hmm. and then there's the sleep 
resumption or what there's a better term for it than that but right but it's 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 how do you how do you fall asleep at first and then how do you stay asleep yeah falling asleep and staying asleep and what with adhd we also have to look at getting to bed when you need to which yeah because we've got every that's the brain kind of goes like hey ways ways to get dopamine late at night (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's and so it's okay. What so we do have to look at if you're staying up too late, what's what what's the why, and look deeper. It's more than I just stay up too late. What's going on? Are you on your phone? Are you doing um, thinking? Well, finally, I have some time to myself. Are you you know what's really going on? And what are you doing on your phone? Is another question. And what are you doing on your phone? You know, and and you know, are you binge watching? the latest show are you you know whatever um and then can't fall asleep that's another thing what's going on what helps you is it caffeine too late is it um it being on your screen so the the light the blue light is impacting your ability to sleep most is of us some- with modern smartphones you know we, the blue light filter kicks in and you can adjust the time yeah, and it still isn't enough. It's still light. That you're it's still light, at. yeah. It, it, it does help, but a lot of us don't have the same thing on a TV. If you have a TV in your bedroom, right. I, I don't have a TV in my bedroom. I don't either. But um, Against the, the rules. Yeah, and then there's also like the, the do you, you know, some people read at night to fall asleep and other people, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know, depends on what you're reading. Or the yeah. same thing is true with an audio book or a podcast, right? Which the mm-hmm. material might stimulate you <laughs> instead right. if, of helping you and, fall asleep. And you need to notice what is it for you. I've had clients that can't read, you know, exciting books at night because they'll stay awake. I can. Yeah. I'll tend. I tend to just fall asleep anyway. So I want you, listener, to notice what is going on for you. And then if you wake up in the middle of the night, what is it? You know, why is it the people that you're living with? Is it too light? Is it too, is it, do you have to pee too much? Are you drinking water too late? Um, are you, you have drinking cats? alcohol? <laughs> do you have cats or dogs? Oh my gosh, I miss our dogs desperately, but our little buddy every night, a couple of times a night, he's had these night terrors. Oh no. I know, poor little boy. We used to have a chihuahua years ago that was very small. This was not my idea, by the way. But anyway, very small chihuahua. <laughs> and and this dog's bladder wasn't big enough to make it through the night. And so every night for 10 years, no, I, 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 I kid you not, Dana, unless, you know, we were out of town and somebody was watching the dog or whatever. But like for 10 years, every night in the middle of the night, and it learned, this little dog learned to walk back and forth through the vertical blinds in the bedroom. It was usually <laughs> between 4 and 6 a.m. And 4.30 was average. And it and and would wake me up, and of course I was the one that got up because I'm me, and would let the dog out. And thankfully, it taught me to go back to sleep pretty easily. But it, good, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, your pets can can do a number on sleep. That was not good. No, <laughs> no. no, and we love them and want them anyway. Um, so notice waking up in the middle of the night. What's going on? I know if I have, I'm at. The phase of my life, if I have red wine, I will wake up in the middle of the night. I'm so sorry, Dana. I know. Have you tried filtering it? You told me about that, and I haven't, because I haven't seen anything written that says it helps with that. It helps with the tannins, but it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know if it affects how it 
yeah. yeah, and it looks complicated and expensive enough that I'm okay. I'm not anyway. That's a whole different conversation. So, listeners, notice what's stopping you from getting the sleep your brain needs, and it's more than just the symptom. It's the dig dig deeper and get really honest with yourself. What's going on? Yeah, fair enough. And alcohol, truly. I mean, alcohol can it can you can fall asleep, but can you stay asleep? Yeah, and the and quality the other of your sleep, right? Yeah. And the other thing, menopause, women and I mean, menopause, when you're in perimenopause, there are years when you will not sleep as well. And if this isn't just a female issue, because many females live with partners and partners are going to be impacted by this as well. I, I'm going to not comment at all right here. Right. I'm going to keep my thoughts <laughs> right. to myself. Yeah. Because yeah. And the night learned. sweats. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, notice what's going on because as you age and get closer to menopause, your body, it's it's going to change and it's going to be a different landscape than you've had your whole life. I will and say this. And sleep is yeah, one of the things it impacts. I, I was just going to say, I, there are ways to actually measure this stuff. And I, I, if you really are struggling with sleep, there are, there are armbands that you can wear. There are things that, uh, like with your mattress, there's a mattress cover. There are technological answers to help quantify exactly what's going on. And they'll tell you things like, how much REM sleep did you get? How many times did you wake up? And all that sort of stuff. So there are ways to quantify this stuff if you really, really are struggling. And, um, and I would encourage you to look into some of that if, if this is a yeah. huge problem, especially with yeah. the staying asleep piece. Right. Well, the thing that I find with my, um, I was trying to use a sleep tracker on my phone for a long time, and it would say that I had been in deep REM sleep when I knew I was lying awake for a couple hours because I wasn't moving. Yeah. I this, know if I yeah. move, it'll wake Scott up, so I don't move. I just lie there probably less active than if I'm asleep. This is why you need something that makes contact with you, so like the arm Right, and, and professional. You know, get professional help. Yeah, 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 exactly. There are medical doctors and people who can yeah. talk about this a little more. And and the other thing, lastly, David, on this is a, a lot of people with ADHD seem to have sleep apnea. We can have restless leg, you know, and this I was looking at a bunch of research yesterday, and it's really a chicken and the egg kind of thing, is are you not getting enough sleep, and does that make, because you have sleep apnea or restless leg, and does that make it look like you have ADHD, or it, do you have both going right, on? Right. Yeah. If and you does have it a long... just make your ADHD worse? Exactly. If you have a long-term sleep issue, then you might as well have ADHD, and it's not actually your brain chemistry. Um, yeah. So get yeah. so if that's what's going on with you, truly get a sleep study. And I did that and was shocked to find out that I did not have sleep apnea because it runs in my family, and I've been told that I'm a terrible snorer. I don't have any evidence of this, mind you, but, you know, I've been told that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you never believe when someone tells you to snore, unless you're like me and it wakes me up. I actually have That's that a happen. whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, that has happened. I, I, <laughs> the other joking. night, I, I dreamt that I was wearing a vest with all these zippers and I was zipping and zipping and unzipping. And then I woke up and realized I was snoring. My <laughs> poor husband. He's just the most... <laughs> patient thing in the world. Oh, anyway, oh, okay, so that's what we're talking about sleep. 
listener. And please, please, please be intentional about this. Don't just settle for, well, I don't get enough sleep and it's just the way it is. You may have to fight for this one. You may have to fight to get to bed earlier. You may have to fight to try and control um, being able to fall asleep or stay asleep. You might have to adjust when you drink water or what else you take into your body by a certain time. We haven't even mentioned stimulant prescription, stimulant medications that might you know, depending on the timing that you take them during the day, along with caffeine exactly. or something else, might exactly affect. yeah taking them too late, boom, <sighs> you're gonna be awake. Yeah, boom. Yeah. yeah. So pay attention to what you're doing. Okay, David. Enough about sleep. Tell me about your playlist. That's really what I want to know about. All right. Well, listen. If you're as as a listener, we want you to know. If you have comments, questions, thoughts about sleep, go ahead and send us an email. Hello at kicksomeadhd.com. We want to hear from you. And uh, if you really want to leave us a comment and have your voice heard on this show, record us a message and email that to us. Just attach it as an email. You know, yeah, they're, they're, you can record. Yeah, you can record it in your email app iPhones anyway. I'm sure you can do it on the others. I'm okay. sure. Yep. Okay, cool. So my playlist, Dana, are you ready? I'm going to, I'm going to do am. this. I am. I'm so excited. Our, okay. So as a listener, what you, so that you know what's going on, I'm going to let you know, I am about to share my screen where I have in, as I mentioned, I use YouTube music as my primary music tool, but, and so this is a public playlist. Bigger. And we're going to share this playlist uh, with with you. You'll find it in the description <laughs> for today's today's show. But uh, if if there's if there's interest in it, I will also make this available on Spotify. I'm just not a Spotify user, particularly. But I know you, dear listener, might just be even listening to this show on Spotify. There are a lot of Spotify listeners, users. Okay, so some right. of these I love. Some of them I don't. Okay, yeah, yeah. So no. it starts oh, with Here a- Comes the Sun. I don't know. So everybody knows the Beatles, you know, this is a Beatles track. Yeah. But th- there's a lot about this playlist that is dedicated to my kiddo. We love music. And last year we went to see Jacob Collier in concert. And we also separately went to see Dodie, who both of which are UK-based artists that started on YouTube. And they are big um, big stars. So I won't talk about everything that's on here, but I just yeah, wanted to mention Yeah, please don't, because we one. really do need to wrap up. Yeah, of course. But anyway. Happy, I love that. That's on mine, David. You have happy on yours too? Yeah, I've got happy for Earl Williams. I've got happy on mine. Um, I named I this. Here I go again. That's great. Which one? Here I go again. Oh, yeah, yeah. By, <laughs> by Whitesnake. Yeah. Uh, so this is like, this is called Upbeat Mornings. Not all of these songs are happy, but they just... They are energetic and they make me happy. And you know what I realized this morning when I was road testing this, Dana? There is one common denominator amongst all of these songs. Are you ready? What is it? Yeah. Incredible bass lines. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say like virtuoso, like there are a lot of virtuoso keyboardists. I don't know if you noticed the Genesis for Uh the fifth track on there. Or Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Although this says Keith Emerson. I don't know why. But Keith, of course, was the... Yeah, so a lot of lot of great keyboardists, yep. but not all of them have keyboards. There are, there are great bass lines. Yeah, yours is yours is um, Van Halen and Guns and Roses, and you know, you got some heavier stuff than I have on mine. Well, Rage but Against that's... the Machine, Audio Slave. I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I love Sweet Child of Mine, but it's more than I want first thing in the morning. I actually originally was thinking that would be my first track because that's like the greatest alarm clock sound in the world is that opening guitar yeah. riff. But no, not yeah. if it would tick you off. That would not be good. You want to be happy. Right. Yeah. It's a new day. Oh, that's great, David. So what are how can our listeners find this if they 
Yeah, look at the show to. notes in your podcast app right now and you'll see a link. I will at least share the YouTube uh, music link to this playlist. And if you want it to be converted to Spotify, just sh- send me a, send me a note. Hello at kicksomeadhd.com and I'll I'll recreate it on Spotify. And you know what? I'm going to I'm going to update this and tweak it over time. I've actually put oh, a yeah. little effort into this. The segues are nice. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just saying there there's 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 not it's not just like 16 random you know upbeat tracks there's a little there's a little thinking about this it's an yeah hour see mine is, and I am not going to share mine because I realize I I am an open book for just about everything to David and dear listeners if I accept my morning playlist because it's goofy um, I just do mine on shuffle several hey several of these songs came from movies I saw with my kiddo. That were mm-hmm. kids' movies, so like yeah. I mean, even Happy, you know, that was from Despicable yeah, Me a, too. Classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so excellent, David. Okay, well, thanks for doing that, man, and getting your homework done. Look at you go. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun Gold project. Stars. I Gold hope it stars. matters at some level to somebody, or at least it's worth a laugh. So, if does you look it matter at it, to you? It does. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, then that's enough. Uh, some of these songs um, are. They come with a with an explicit warning. Just a just a fair just a fair warning. Just fair warning. Okay, listener, that's it. Go out, have great mornings, get enough sleep, have a great life, kick some ADHD, and we'll talk to you next time. So, what do you think? Is kick some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share Kick Some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard.